If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. W-A-B-C. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And thank you, Curtis Lewa and Nancy. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good evening, good evening, good evening, folks. That situation at James Madison High School in Brooklyn is not over. The principal lashing out at parents who bashed the decision to force students to go remote as migrants sheltered at school. Told you folks about the legalized marijuana thing, that it's a disaster and it's starting to happen right in front of our face. A six-year-old hospitalized in North Carolina after gobbling Delta 9 THC candy sold to an unwitting family. The six-year-old's mother says he was in excruciating pain. I recall one of our listeners mentioning something similar to this, Norman from Brooklyn, where now video appears to show migrants living in a detached tractor trailer in Brooklyn. A migrant family was living, was living in a tractor trailer parked on an East New York, Brooklyn block, but was moved after it drew complaints. Neighbors also near Brooklyn's Floyd Bennett Field, unfortunately, are getting a taste of real-world problems facing the Big Apple after the site in mid-November began housing, guess what, 2,000 Migrants, one police officer telling newspapers this blank is out of control, a 20-year veteran referring to the situation. He says that's all these people do is rob and steal. They should feel lucky that they're here, but they're out there committing crimes. We don't know anything about them. We don't know what they've done in these other countries. And the Georgia DA plays the victim race card. That's the same lady that had Trump, his mugshot, taken. And she says the accusations of an affair with a Trump prosecutor are racially motivated. But she never answered whether the affair happened or not. Interesting. But I start this evening with EMS of the FDNY. Do we ever stop and think about how tough and dangerous their job is? I was always appreciative, but I've never stopped to really think about it. New York City alone just recently, 
the recent bad incident. 25-year-old medic Julia Fodham stabbed repeatedly in the ambulance by a mentally ill man she was trying to help. Who can forget Lieutenant Allison Russo died that horrible death. A man stabbed her over and over. This as medics are responding to more calls than ever and starting pay, I didn't realize this, folks, is a slap in the face. They are paid $39,000 a year. That's $18 an hour. And guess what? 2023 was the busiest year in history for EMS responders in New York City. The number of emergency medical calls in 2023 was 15% higher than the past year, and that's even during the COVID times. Now, we are joined by union leader Oren Barzilay. He is the president of Local 2507, representing EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors. We say good evening to you, sir. Thank you for having me. So talk to us about the numbers as it relates to the approximately 4,000 first responders who make up FDNY EMS. Yes. uh, So as uh, the records show, uh, we responded to over 1.6 million calls this past year. And the graphs, uh, the numbers, they don't lie. Every year uh, we surpass what the previous year. and for the past two, three years, I mean, besides COVID hitting us, uh, inflation rates have skyrocketed. And it impacts people's health as well. Uh, people can't afford to eat right. People can't afford to get their medicine. Uh, the violence with the bail reform. Uh, although you add all these things and it compounds and you have more people sick, more people assaulted, more people dying. Uh, You have the influx of immigrants. Uh, There's basically no law and order in our city, uh, contrary to what we're being told. Uh, You you drive through our streets and you see all these mopeds going against traffic. You see, you know, pedestrians everywhere. Uh, It's just not normal anymore, the way we're living. You you could say that again, Mr. Barzilay. Uh And again, Mr. Barzilay, Oren Barzilay is the president of FDNY EMS Local 2507, representing EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors. Uh, and I wanted to speak to you, sir, because your members are on the front line in more ways than one. And I, I will get to that in just a, a, j- j- just a little bit. So each year you're setting a new record for calls to FDNY EMS, correct? That's correct. And even more than COVID years? Yeah, so during COVID year, uh, when March hit our uh, when COVID hit our city in March of 2020, uh, everybody panicked. Everybody thought when they had a fever or weren't feeling well is that they had COVID. So from an average day of 4,000 calls, we went to roughly 7,000 calls. But after as as the weeks bent went by and people started uh, getting more informed 
and the the state officials and city officials uh, putting out messages, uh, don't call 911. Um, you know, going to the hospital puts you at a greater risk. People were dying in the hospitals, uh, and people were getting contaminated for having a, an injured finger. They're going to the emergency room. No, don't go to the emergency room with an injured finger or with a sprained foot. So the call volume dipped in May when people started realizing it's not safe going to the hospital anymore. Just go to your regular doctor, uh, your, your local urgent care center. So our call volume dipped towards the end of the, midway towards the end of the year. Uh, but after things started to normalize in 2021, uh, our call volume started spiking up again. And it's been steadily going up every year, every month. Are your members able to keep up with these calls that are that are increasingly going up year after year? They are burnt out. They are exhausted. Uh, you know, we used to have a few minutes downtime in between calls sometimes. Uh, that that's unheard of anymore. They. As soon as they go, out, they come out of the hospital, out of the emergency room, they have to notify the dispatcher that they're available, and they get assigned to the next call that's waiting. Uh, Manhattan and the Bronx are the busiest boroughs that we have, and sometimes people have to wait 30 minutes, an hour, two hours for an ambulance. Uh, the, the, the calls just keep coming in. There are times we're averaging 200 to 300 calls an hour. Uh, it's just not sustainable, and we have a transient workforce. People just simply not staying here because there's no investment in our workforce, and people are exhausted, and they see that they're risking their life for minimum wage because we are we earn $18 an hour here at the FDNY when we start working for them, and Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me let me stop you right there, Mr. Oren Barzalay. You said beginning FDNY EMS uh, personnel starting out earn only $18 an hour? That is correct. $39,000 a year. That is the starting wages. Those are poverty wages. I have members living in their cars, uh, crashing in their friend's house or family's house. Uh, we have a young lady with her daughter living in a shelter. Uh, th- these are the norms, and we've been begging for the city to fix this problem, and nobody seems to listen. They're spending 30? millions every wow. year. We put in cl- we put in three EMS classes every year of 200 people. That costs the city millions of dollars in just training people every year. Rather than keep the work for people that could afford uh, the city by paying them better so they can stay and have a career, they rather spend it on retraining people every year. So, wow. yeah, it's $18 an hour to start working for the FDNY. But the way you just explained it to me, that, that's backwards. It doesn't make any sense. That is what we've been trying to explain to them, but uh, it falls on deaf ears. On deaf ears. Wow. So, I, you know, I, I've been doing this a very long time, but, but I did not know this. So you're telling me that if I, if I joined uh, FDNY EMS uh, tomorrow, right, 
and right. it's interesting because uh, at age 16, I, I, I did do the Red Cross class and was a medic and the cadets and so on. But so if I had followed through and I just joined your organization, you, you know, you, you, you're the union, but I just joined the city right now, EMS, FDNY, you're telling me that I would earn $18 an hour? That's correct. That's that's posted on the city's website. I'm not making this up. It's posted at the FDNY website. It's posted at the city's uh, mayoral office agency's website. That's what the wages are. And after 20 years of working here, your top salary is $59,000 currently as an EMT. And how are you supposed to survive even at the top wage there? Uh, it's impossible. People are working two, three jobs. They do uh, two, three shifts of overtime a week over here to survive. And, you know, you're only allowed to do a certain amount of overtime. And once they tell them you can't work no more overtime, they go work at a hospital or, or another EMS agency in their communities. The reason why I wanted to speak to you is because uh, EMS members, EMTs, whatever term you want to use, I use the term of immediate lifesaver when your life is on the line, literally on the line. But we have seen members in your industry have been attacked. Uh, some, Some have died. And I know she was not a member of your union, but what I'm referring to, and I know you recall well, 61-year-old on duty. She was on duty, uh, EMS lieutenant, stabbed to death in Queens. Uh, this happened, I think, at 20th Avenue and Steinway Street in Astoria, and, and broad daylight, her name, Allison Russo, minding her business, a mentally ill man. He stabs her, gets on top of her, stabs her several times. She dies. He barricades himself into an apartment a short while away from there, but ultimately surrenders. I mean, I cannot forget what happened to Miss Russo. I'm sure you won't either. Yeah, I knew Miss Russo myself before she became an EMS officer. She was part of my union, but as they promote, they go into a different union. But uh, it, it was a horrific event, uh, you know, to to hear that come over the radio that one of your colleagues was stabbed to death on 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 duty. Uh, it, it's devastating to all of us. You know, this is the second member that we had killed on duty in the past six years. Uh, Yadira Royal was ran over by her own ambulance and killed. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, G- give me the details, please, of that one again. I, I Unfortunately, I forgot all about that one. Yes, uh, this was a young mom who uh, worked for us for over 10 years. Uh, she came in to work on overtime. It was her day off, but because she needed to do uh to support her family, she came in on her day off to pick up an overtime shift. And while she was in the ambulance, uh, she stopped because there was some commotion going on in the street. Uh, a gentleman went around uh, the ambulance and got into the driver's seat. Uh, and when she noticed it, she approached him and he decided to put the vehicle in drive and re- or reverse and he drove her over. 
uh, that was also caught on on live uh, feed, which was devastating to see how she she was brutally mur- murdered as well. Uh, it took us over over five years to get a conviction of this uh, criminal to be sent to jail for life. You're joking, correct? In terms of it took five years with the court system. Please tell me you're joking. It took over five years. Oh my God! And yeah. then, and then, uh, the situation. And I understand your union that you yourself have been in contact with this young lady's uh, mother. But the name Julia Fadum, right? She was an EMT. That was 25 years old. This young lady, 25 years old, she's still recovering from an attack at the hands of a mentally ill patient. She was in, and I, he was 48, his name, 48 years old, Rudy Garcia. He was in the ambulance. She's trying to help this man. He pulls out a knife from his boot and stabs Fadam in the leg, chest, and arm. And as uh, Fadam tried to protect herself, she curled up which is why the most serious stab wounds happen to be on her arms, thighs, and instead of her chest. You've been in communication with her mother. Do you know how the young lady is doing? Uh, yeah. When this incident happened, again, uh, it, it, it sent a shockwave through the entire EMS community that an on-duty member was uh, nearly stabbed to death. Uh, from speaking to her mom via a uh, messenger, uh, she's been telling me that she's uh, still recovering, and you know it took a toll on her. From what I understand, she may not be doing this job anymore. Uh, this job uh, is a risky and dangerous job. Uh, we don't hear it daily on the news, but every year we have. Uh, Hundreds of EMTs, paramedics that get assaulted in back of that ambulance. Some of them don't report it because nothing gets done, but it, it's on a daily occurrence that EMS personnel are assaulted, whether they're private sector or municipal service. We, we are targets, and you know it. it just to to correct what I said earlier. Uh, to, to correct myself, it was six years, not five years, that it took to get a conviction. So even longer. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 Allison it, Russo's... Go ahead. Go ahead. Allison Russo, uh, that man also uh, tried to plead insanity, and it was just uh, this week that he was fit uh, to stand trial. So that's been over a year and a half just to find out that he's able to uh, stand trial. We are talking to Mr. Oren Barzalay, who's the president of FDNY EMS Local 2507, representing EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors. I'm wrapping this up. This interview has been eye-opening for me, from one, for the salary, to the attacks on your members, to more calls that are coming in each and every year than the year prior. In wrapping this up, Mr. Barzalay, what's the most important thing that you want the public to know uh, from yourself as someone who's on the front line representing these EMTs? We're ordinary people with extraordinary passion to help the public. We are just there to save lives. Uh, We need the respect, the courtesy, 
not just from the public, but from the mayor and all our public officials to do the right thing and pay us livable wages. Uh, it, it is it's insulting to pay $18 to a medical professional when they could go to Target, McDonald's, uh, Costco. All these are honorable jobs. Uh, you know, whoever wakes up in the morning to go to work, I commend them. But how do you pay us $18 an hour to save lives? It's mind-blowing. It's, it, it, you know, you, I, I can't answer that question. No one listening to you right now can answer that question. But I do want to thank you, and I do hope that you stay in contact because uh, we need to keep a close eye on what's happening to EMS workers, FDNY uh, in in the city and the very, very dangerous job that you folks are doing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, sir. Be well. Remarkable. I I did not know until this interview just now that beginning medics in New York City make $18 an hour. What are you supposed to do with that? The stress of saving lives, the stress of making making it through New York City traffic for a life-saving call, the stress of dealing with mentally ill patients. You never know when the next one is going to snap. $18 an hour. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. We have a lot of topics to get to uh, this morning. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So the principal of the New York City High School uh, that's been in question uh, for last week is lashing out at parents who bashed the decision to force students to go remote as migrants sheltered at her school. Now, the principal is criticizing her decision to have the students attend class remotely. This is the day after the 2,000 migrants moved in for a night. The principal's name, and of course, the school is James Madison High School. The principal is Jody Cohen. And on a Zoom call, this was Tuesday, she was seething at parents uh, uh, by the parent's suggestion that she doesn't care about the kids. Now, this is a Zoom call. You're about to hear the principal's voice. The pause that you will hear is her becoming emotional and upset and I guess trying to regroup. This is Principal Jody Cohen, the principal of James Madison High School. I see some of the comments. I appreciate you voicing your opinions. Someone wrote um, that I should care for my own kids. Please know me. Please come in two weeks back on the Zoom when we have it again. Please know that I put your kids first. I, I do what I do because I care about children. And I find it offensive that people are putting things on that chat. Miss Salcedo, I'm feeling like you right now. I don't understand how People who never come on a Zoom like this could take an opportunity like this evening to throw mud. This is for one night. One night. Wow. 
Madam President, I'm sure you do a good job at the Madam Principal at the school, but it's one night too many. One night too many. And unfortunately, it should cost you your job. I'm sorry, but that's the bottom line. So we're taking your calls on that as well. I warned you folks about the marijuana. Oh, Dominic, get with the times. You don't know what you're talking about, Dominic. Well, look what's happening around the country. A six-year-old spent hours in the emergency room after gobbling 13 times an adult dosage of THC lace candy at a North Carolina restaurant that sold the unwitting family. They thought they were buying Skittles. They thought they were buying Skittles. And it was a horrible situation for this young man and his family. Obviously, it was way more drugs than his body could hold. The six-year-old is fine, but the mother is very upset. And, well, you know, Dominic, get with the times. But this is not the only time it's happened. Three months prior to this recent incident, the same thing happened in the state of Florida. I want you to listen to this newscast, a clip of a newscast, right? Where one kid bought the uh, brought the the gummy bears to school and shared with with their friends, and then all of them became ill. We want to turn now to an investigation underway at the Boys and Girls Club of Broward County, trying to figure out how Candy ended up sending several kids to the hospital. NBC6 brought to this story breaking news last night when you're with us, and we're working to learn the condition of those kids. Meantime, Lorena and Klein is live for us in Lauder Hill. So what have you been able to find out about what this substance was? Well, Shelly and Roxy, just between the last 15, 20 minutes, I did speak with a representative here at the Boys and Girls Club of Broward County, and they confirmed that the candy that was brought in was cannabis-infused gummies that was brought in by one of the kids involved and then shared with other kids. The children involved are between the ages of 6 to 8 years old. 6 to 8 years old. Oh, Dominic, get with the times. That train has left the station Legalized marijuana is cool. No, it's not. We're going to keep hearing stories like this. We see all your calls uh, about the EMTs and so on. But but one other item before I toss to a break, and then we'll come back with your calls. And we have plenty of time. I'm with you until 1 a.m. this morning, as always. It's quite interesting. The Georgia district attorney that was very high profile and the charges against Trump. Oops. Madam D.A., is it true you were having an affair with the lead prosecutor that you put on this case? Madam D.A., is it true you gave this man almost $700,000 of taxpayer dollars in which he took you on three trips? Madam District Attorney, you might end up in jail and you're going after Trump. How could you not know that your entire life is under a microscope. And oh, by the way, the the lawyer that she's accused of having an affair with, he was married and now he's filed for a divorce from his wife. And she went to a big church today in Georgia and she said, Kumbaya, the race card, the race card. But Madam DA, you never answered whether or not you had the affair. But dear God, are you listening? Mm. Why does Commissioner Thorne and so many others 
questioned my decision in a special counsel. Lord, you're flawed, hard-headed, and imperfect child. I'm a little confused. I appointed three special counselors. Is my right to do? Paid them all the same hourly rate? They only attacked one. I hired one white woman, a good personal friend and great lawyer. A superstar, I tell you. I hired one white man, brilliant, my friend, and a great lawyer. And I hired one black man, another superstar, a great friend, and a great lawyer. Madam DA, the issue is not the other prosecutors, Madam DA. The issue is, with great fanfare, you went after Trump, and now the allegation is that you had a sexual affair. Madam DA, the question is real simple. Did you sleep with the man or did you not sleep with the man? We don't want to, nor do we care about all the other circumstances. And then if you slept with him and he was married at the time, Madam DA, did you take three trips together? Madam DA, how did he pay for these trips? Oh, no, Madam DA, please tell me that those trips that you were on were not paid for with taxpayer dollars. That is a big problem. When we come back, we will have your telephone call. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. We see a number of your calls on paramedics, EMTs, making $18 an hour. Let's start with Gino, upstate New York. Good evening, Gino. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I think you are great. This is my first time calling. I'm a little nervous. Don't, don't be <laughs> nervous, Gino. It's a conversation between you and I. Go right ahead. I listen, I listen every night to you. I think you're the greatest. Thank you. You, you know your stuff. Thank you. That's very anyway, kind I'm, of you to I'm, say. Thank you. You're a great person. Um, I'm from upstate New York, and I think it's appalling. What, 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 what part? What part? Or, and then you can tell me your eight, couple. The, what part? The eight, oh, upstate? Yes. Oh, Wilton, New York. I'm like about 15 minutes from Lake George. Okay, near Lake George. Lake George is beautiful. Go, go right ahead, yeah. Gino. Yeah, I used to live in Orange County. I moved up here eight years ago to be near my, to be near my grandkids. I retired up here. That's a great reason to be near your grandkids. Yeah. Go right ahead with your comment, Gino. Yeah. 
Yeah, about this eighteen dollars an hour. I think it's appalling. That's all they make. It's, I mean, and these politicians in Albany, they just gave themselves big raises, hmm. and they don't do. I don't even think they work that much. <laughs> right? No. Joke. Hey, Gino, it's Gino, I'm with you. All the money in the world for migrants, but when it comes to uh, when I it comes when it comes to um, to uh, medics, EMTs, yeah. uh, the right. beginning salary, it's absolutely disgusting. I did right. not know until a couple of minutes ago that that's what they I make. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. And look at Trump. He didn't. He didn't make a penny at being. He made a dollar a year. Dollar a year. This is true. He gave all the money away. Th- yep. th- this is true. This is true. Thank you for the call, Gino. Don't, Gino, don't. Don't be a stranger, Gino, please. Thank you. And what Gino's talking about as well, remember the Iowa caucuses are are less than a day away. That will occur uh, Monday evening. Let's go to Mike in New Jersey. Good evening, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, the more I hear how Eric Adams just took the money, $10 million a day that he was spending on these illegals, and just threw it into the garbage. I mean, it's terrible, terrible that the the, uh, paramedics, the EMT workers, make so little. But this is nothing new. He could have taken that money and given it to Tunnel to Towers and bought how many homes for these veterans who came back with no arms, no legs. They could have built homes for them. And this cockroach of a mayor, right, this piece of low life, goes and gives it to the illegals. Dominic, you are wrong. You said de Blasio was the worst mayor the city ever had. De Blasio is a saint in comparison to this animal that is, lives in City Hall. He is the okay, worst. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not appropriate to refer to the mayor of New York City as an animal. I'm yeah, sorry. But he did you, 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 can, you can criticize him, but it's not appropriate to but, call but the mayor of did. New York City an animal. That's highly but, inappropriate. Okay, what he did with the money... Think of those, they're begging on TV and on your station every day, please donate money to Tunnel of Towers to buy these veterans who, are, who have no legs, no arms. They had one guy who came back with no face. His face was blown off, and they have to beg for money to get houses, and he's giving the money to the illegals, and you say it's inappropriate to call? To call him that? Are you kidding me? Are you for real? Yeah, I am. It's it's oh, highly oh, it's you're highly right. inappropriate to call Ask the city to call the city's second black mayor an animal. It's oh, highly inappropriate. Black. If he was white, he'd be an animal. No, forget no. E- even even if he was white, I would still no, tell you it's inappropriate to call the mayor of New York City an animal. You, 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 can call, you can call him incompetent. You can call him no, a million things. You can call him a migrant lover. You can call him whatever you want. He's but an animal is, is highly inappropriate. He's past incompetent. Incompetent was de Blasio. He was incompetent. This guy goes past it. And if you think that I'm the only one who's saying it, when you other callers call up, ask him. The way he treated the people in this city, in this country... Right, because he could have taken that money. Nobody would have said a word if he said, look, these people came back so badly injured. I am taking a lot of this money and giving it to Tunnel to Towers to buy them specially built homes so they can live because they can't reach cabinets because they don't have legs or they can't get something because they don't have arms. Who else? Who else besides people like that need money and the EMT workers? But you give it to these people who come here who perfect.
perfectly healthy. Do you know they allowed two, they said to the people, you can file to get working papers. Out of the 100,000 people that came here, the illegals, you know how many filed to get working papers? 2%, 2,000. The others never bothered because they don't want to work. And that's who you're spending the money on? That's who you're spending the money on? Well, I, I understand your frustration. Thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Linda, Long Island, and then we're going to go to Pamela in New Jersey. Linda, good evening. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good evening, Dom. I just can't believe this. Decent, great, really great people are making $18 an hour. And this, uh, am I allowed to say garbage? You can um, say garbage. You can say whatever. Okay, thank you. Any term thank you want to use is fine. I just That's think animals it. highly yes. inappropriate. Go ahead. Yes, it is. I love animals. Okay. Uh, this garbage um, who was meeting with uh, President Biden, um, they have proof that they have, you know, they know that she, they, she was meeting with him. She's paying this guy. Oh, oh you're talking. You're who, talking about the district oh, the attorney one, he, in Georgia. Okay, yeah, go I'm ahead. comparing them. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. eighteen eighteen dollars an hour for decent people who are saving people's lives, good people, and then this thing is giving um, this guy that she's traveling around with, uh, married guy. He was a married guy, and um, I don't care about that. But the point is, she's giving him. I heard seven hundred thousand dollars. That's our money. That's taxpayer money. That could be going to the eighteen dollar an hour people. Well, it, it's, ta- it's taxpayer money uh, of the people of exactly. Georgia. Of the people of Georgia. But but here, I have a bigger question, huh, Linda, and and okay. that is this: Why in the world would you go after the former? I guess it was too big of a fish to pass up. Why would you go after the former president of the United States of America if? If it's accurate, if you know you're having an affair with one of the lead prosecutors that you assigned to the case, and oops, he's married, and oops, you're you're paying him seven hundred thousand dollars, of which he's taking the money to have nice trips with you, Madam DA. You may end up in jail, Linda. She may end up in jail. Do you think she's intelligent? Do you think she has any brains? May is she listening to Biden? No, she ha- can't think for herself. But this is plain she stupid. Care. But this she is stupid. Care. This is stupid. Of course, it's stupid. She is stupid. Uh, who else does that? Even people who don't like him in in uh, you know in in uh, public office, they don't do stupid things like that. They and, maybe and, go. And Linda, you know. And Linda, let, let me yeah. tell you this, and, and and then I do have to move on. From the Trump that I know personally, right? Let me tell you this. He hears Mm -hmm. everything. And I mean everything. So it was just a matter of time till this was going to drop. I guarantee you Trump knew of this weeks ago. When I tell you he hears everything, when I've talked to him on the phone, he will talk. And this was before he was president. He will talk about details, minutiae that no one knows. That or that no one thinks that that he knows. Thank you for the call, Linda. But he does know. Pamela, New Jersey. Good evening. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good evening. Uh, with this Georgia situation, I wonder if her alleged lover's wife is using the race card. Hmm. Interesting. Well, see, uh, the district attorney she has a major problem, Pamela. And and here's the problem. Any first-year investigative journalist, or better yet, any first-year law student, any you know, 
they're going to subpoena subpoena the hotels they were at. It's real easy these days to pull video. And if they find video of the district attorney going into a hotel room and not coming out for hours uh, uh, with the lead prosecutor on the case, and then they're going to trace the money. And that district mm-hmm. attorney may be gone before, before she thinks Trump is. She really, if you had this type of uh, uh, garbage in your closet, you should have shut up and kept things to yourself, Pamela. Why? Well, an, ex- Go ahead. an expert told me one time that, um, you know, in a legal situation, I was asking somebody, why do people do what they do? You know, sociopaths and everything. He said, well, they get to a level where they think they're beyond the law. And they, they, there's a, a delusional aspect to their personality where they just don't care and they don't think they're going to get caught. Okay, but, but if you're the district attorney in a very high, the biggest high-profile case you can imagine, and you're sleeping with a male subordinate and you're paying him, right? So to a degree, it almost makes him like an alleged prostitute, Right. You're paying him $700,000 to sleep with you. Excuse me. Officially, we're paying him to prosecute the case against Trump. But if he takes a dime of that money and spends it on you, Madam DA, you've got a serious problem. And that's well, that's where we stand. Go ahead, Pamela, before I move on. Well, well, she's the queen of the land. You know, these people are kings and queens, and they just think they're untouchable. Well, Pamela, thank you for the call. I don't care how untouchable she is. You can't go around sleeping with other prosecutors if the allegation is true. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good evening, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Good morning to you. You know, I wanted to say that, you know, I I remember vividly that attack on Allison Russo. That was such an evil attack. I mean, she was walking, I think, right outside her her place of to get uh, employment. Yes. And, you know, I was just reading a book tonight, and uh, not to get off topic, by Bill O'Reilly, and it touches on evil. And it just goes to show that in society, there are still so many evil people out there. Right. No no doubt about it. And he tried the uh, mental illness card. The yes. union leader just said that it didn't work. And uh, it's horrible. He, is, he oh, stabbed yeah. her, knocked her down, straddled the woman, and stabbed her over and over oh. and over and over. Yeah. All she was trying to do was go get lunch. Yeah. And she spent a lifetime, she had on a uniform, and she spent a lifetime helping others. Al, thank you so much for the call. Norman in Brooklyn, good evening, Norman. It looks like you were a 1,000% accurate in stating that migrants were living in trailers and so on. Yeah, that's that's their newest hustle. They get a uh, they get a van or they get a truck or something like that. Um, I'm sure they don't have driver's licenses, and they somehow procure trucks and vans and they live in them and they look for neighborhoods where there's not much action going on in the street and they just park it and live. And anyway, I just want to give you an update on the guy uh, who was living in front of my house, uh, the migrant who was, he was a 30 foot about a 30 foot long camper. Uh, he was living there for about two months. I had called the cops. I, uh, you know, I, and he wasn't, he wasn't neat either. He was leaving cans outside on the sidewalk, uh, which I had to basically deal with every day. And uh, finally I had enough. 
uh, after, you know, my neighbors called, everybody called, everybody complained. Uh, I called local politicians. Nothing was getting done. So uh, one day he parked, uh, you know, you got to park on the other side. He was conscious that he'd move his van uh, when they clean the streets. You got to move it to the other side of the street. So he moved it to the other side of the street. Um, I banged on his door. Actually, he wasn't in, but then he was just, he swung around the corner. I don't know. He's got a friend somewhere in the neighborhood. And uh, I said to him, uh, sir, uh, you're living in front of my house. Uh, You've seen me. Uh, This can't go on. And he said to me, no, 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 the street. I can live on the street. Uh, basically, I couldn't identify the accent. The so, so, he, so he was, he was a jailhouse lawyer. But, 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 Norman, where did this guy go to the bathroom at? Uh, well, it, in the van, they have a, it was one of these ones that's, it's a camper. So they must have a toilet and a shower and all that stuff in there. It was one mm. of these, you know, huge, huge recreational vehicle things. I mean, it, it's, so I told him, you got to move, man. And I, and I lost it. I screamed at him. I put my face, my nose right up against him. And I said, man, I don't want to see you on my block. You know what you're doing. This is not right. And if you do not move, bad things are going to happen. Yeah, whatever. I guess that's a threat. I was screaming at him. I lost my voice. Anyway, I go back to my house and I call the cops. I said, you know, uh, I just had an incident with this guy. He's a he's a migrant and he lives in a van. And anyway, the cops came and they went across the street and they spoke to him. I was back by my house and. Uh, they spoke to him for about 10 minutes. He took off, and I haven't seen him for two weeks. So, you know, I, it, it seemed to work. And then all my neighbors, and they're all, they're all immigrants, my neighbors, all legal. They own, own, all own houses. Most of them are from the West Indies. And I start getting phone calls. Are you okay? Are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm okay. And they said, oh, we heard you. We heard you. I said, yeah, I, I got the guy to leave, you know, like he, he's gone, I, at least for today. And they all, thank you, thank you. I had multiple phone calls done. So, you know, well, that was two weeks ago. Good riddance. And, uh, I have and, idea. and be careful, Norman, be careful. Thank you for the call. Be careful uh, dealing with individuals like that. You never know what can happen. I just happened to look out the window while Norman was speaking, and guess what passed, folks? An EMS vehicle that had the lights on. And now all I could think about is that if they are just beginning on the job, $18 an hour. We will be right back. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. This is the news and talk station of New York with Dominic Carter. How do we keep guns off our streets? Real New York 77 WABC. Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And so, folks, the Iowa caucuses are here. The candidates have uh, wrapped up the stumping. And Trump, this is coming up at midnight. 
tells a protester, go home to mommy. That is coming up. Plus, we'll update you on a situation in Louisiana where a grandmother was carjacked, her arm ripped off, the carjacking being dragged up the street, ripped off her clothes, a grandmother, and she died almost naked with one arm gone. The young man accused of doing this has been sentenced. We are taking your telephone calls, and if you want to reach me uh, in terms of uh, Twitter or X, because uh, the phones are all lit up right now, but you can keep calling because something will clear up. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. This is Twitter X at Dominic TV, Dominic TV on Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. Let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Good evening, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good evening, Dominic. How are you tonight? Good, good. Please go right good. ahead. Oh, that's good. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I just want to make a comment, if you don't mind, about the migrants. Uh, the flood benefit. Go right ahead, please. That was placed over go to Go right uh, ahead, High please. School. You're wasting time, okay, Mike. Go right ahead. Right. Uh, from what I heard on the radio, your channel, 77, there's 25 uh, uh, migrants in Coney Island Hospital with tuberculosis. That's more than one percent. Well, I, I think you. I think you called Curtis tonight with the same issue. No. Okay. No. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. But there's, there's, as I said, that shouldn't that school be uh, disinfected and everything else? Which I guarantee it wasn't. Well, you're Mike. You're raising an excellent point. Uh, the principal's not upset as it relates to the students. She's upset that she was called out. Uh, quote, it's only one night. It's only one night. No, Madam Principal, one night should have you reassigned anywhere else but James Madison High School. Mike, you're right. It should be disinfected. God only knows what happened there. Thank you uh, for the call. Frederick in Brooklyn, good evening. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes. Good evening, um, Dominic. I um. Frederick, go ahead, please. Uh, yes, I, 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 I would like to know if anyone had directly asked that um, accuse, uh, accuse um, um, judge. Um, if district attorney. District attorney. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, district, district attorney. Did anyone did anyone directly ask her if she if she indeed had an affair, an illicit well, affair? Well, with, well, with, well, with, he, with here's the issue. Here's the issue, Frederick. Um, if I happen to be a reporter in Georgia, I would get a, lo- a good night's sleep. I would think long and hard about formulating the question because you have to be very careful when you ask a woman uh, official. Now, if it's a man, and, and this is going to sound sexist, but it is what it is. You know, if it's a man, you just come right out. Hey, are you having an affair, you know, with this person? you got to be very careful. One, she's shielding herself so that she doesn't have to answer the question as of right now. It was not wise to go to a black church and say, hey, why aren't you focusing on the white prosecutors, special prosecutors, when she didn't talk about really the, and she didn't answer the question. So it's going to take a reporter with some gravitas, if you know what I'm trying to say, to stand up and say, Madam DA, um, the fact of the matter is you're a high profile in this case against Trump. This is the way I would do it. And Madam D.A., with all due respect, an allegation has been made, and I would say this is a two-part question. You don't give her the opportunity to just give a response and then run. Madam D.A., are reports accurate? 
that you have been involved in a, a sexual relationship, and then I would name the individual. And then I would let her give her a response, and she would basically curse me out. I'd be ready for that, prepared for that. In a nice way, she would curse me out. And then I would say, well, Madam DA, what about the allegations that you and the special prosecutor went on several romantic trips? That would be a setup question. I wouldn't even put the money in. It would be a question to test her to see if she's going to admit the trips. And if she admits the trips, then boom, here comes the question about the money. She's 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 in very, very, very uh, uh, trouble and a lot of trouble. Thank you for that. Uh, for that call. Let's go to Jan in New York. Good evening, Jan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, good evening, Dominic. I just wanted to tell you that uh, the the, uh, man that owns this uh, lawn company, you know, gardening company that I've been using his services for years, um, uh, he's been raising his prices and everything. So I had a little chat with him about that, and he said... uh, he can't get anybody to work for him unless he meets their demands for payment. And he's paying uh, a couple of guys. He comes with two other guys, all three of them together. Um, he's paying them $26 an hour. Okay, That's so. What they demand. Okay, so That's what they the, demand, the, what, the $26 workers. $26 an hour. Okay, and. and, and, and so, what's... how does that compare with the EMF? I, I, I don't understand what you're asking me, Jan. I'm sorry. Jan hung up. It, it, you know you know what, folks? If you're going to call me and try and do a got you moment, at least have the courage to stay with me, right? Don't try and take a cheap shot and then hang up the phone. And, Jan, the next time you call, please turn down the radio in the background. I know you want to hear yourself. But it, it's it's uh, distracting for uh, for the listeners. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good evening, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I wanted to talk about the migrants in New York, but the Fannie Willis. It's fascinating. Now let's think. Let me ask you a question, Dominic. It's such a fine line. She appoints the prosecutor and pays him money. Then he takes that money and buys her vacations which is gift giving it could be seen as a kickback however under the guise of their relationship does she get away with it well in la i'm short on time i'm short on time david so we can continue this next hour if you want to call back but 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 the fact of the matter is if she gave him the money uh, the taxpayer money and she's having an affair with him she can be criminally prosecuted the question is what does the biden administration do you know the answer i know the answer folks we are going to take a break when we come back hour number two we have a lot to talk about one man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now, because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. 
Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. And today... 77 WABC all day long, remembering the life and times of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We'll be taking your calls on that this hour, plus a number of topics we are dealing with. We're going to be going right back to the telephones in just a moment. Uh, In Iowa, the Iowa caucuses are tonight, Monday night, and a big question is going to be the weather. The Iowa caucuses have been held since 1972, right? But in that is in every election cycle, temperatures have reached since 1972 at least 16 degrees Fahrenheit or greater, right? So when I've been there, it hasn't been for the caucuses. It wasn't too cold. Cold but bearable. Certainly not as cold as Sunday was uh, throughout the New York tri-state area. So that record in terms of the coldness is supposed to be broken today when highs around Des Moines and much of Iowa will struggle to get to zero degrees with the wind chill, and it's going to be a negative uh, territory. So this may have an impact on the Iowa caucuses. And I am telling you, folks, it's time to do something about not all young people, the young people that are doing bad things. Seems like at least in one case, in the, the prosecutor and I say, amen, The prosecutor refused to plea bargain in this case, and that teenager, 18 years old in Louisiana, has been sentenced to life in prison for the carjacking, the dragging of a 73-year-old grandma to her death. She got caught in the seatbelt, male, three females. They let the females plea bargain. They got, I think, 15 years. The male here, the, the, the... the elderly woman couldn't let go. Her arm was severed. And in this carjacking, being dragged up the block, all her clothes were ripped off. So 73 years old, and she was practically naked and died in the street because of these animals. And the district attorney refused a plea bargain, and he's been sentenced 18 years old to life in prison. But let's go back to Iowa. The caucuses are today. Former President Donald Trump told a protester to go home to mommy after he was interrupted during a rally in Iowa Sunday. This is Trump and the other Republican candidates continue to make a last ditch effort to gather support ahead of the Iowa caucuses tonight. Here is what Trump said. Did three rallies. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you. That's all right. 
Go home to mommy. Your mommy's waiting. Go home to mommy. Thank you very much. So young. So young. Trump expected to do very well tonight. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And where do we stand when it comes to race relations in the year 2024? I think America has made enormous progress despite Black Lives Matter. But again... Well, you know what, folks? Let's go ahead and go right back to your telephone calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. You can also reach me on social media, on Twitter, X, at Dominic TV, Instagram, Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. Let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. An idea for housing. Uh, the Navy has hundreds and hundreds of mothballed retired ships in harbors where there are naval bases, uh, both on the Pacific Ocean and the Atlantic. Why can't we use some of those? They're already set up with bunks for sailors uh, and not in use at all. Uh, there are um, messes on every naval vessel so they could make cafeterias to provide appropriate food. And it would even possibly accustom and acclimate some of the young men that are migrants to possible future service in the Navy or the armed forces. I'm curious. And, uh, by the way, I'm, the ships are all mobile. They can be either sailed under their own power or towed by, t- by tugboat. We can use the aircraft carrier Intrepid uh, in the uh, Hudson hey, River. Hey, Steve, Steve, you're making a lot of sense, but there's one thing you're leaving out here. It's an election year. The left will never go for that. They would consider that a tremendous insult to migrants. How do you, it's an election year. Biden needs turnout. How, how would you get past that? I, I know. Um, once, once a problem is solved, people would say, hey, that was pretty simple. No, 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 no. It's never that simple. They, they will raise holy hell. Of the course, day it's announced. Rachel, I know do, that. do you think Biden can afford to, to, to run it, run the course on this? Of course not. Uh, I, uh, you're quite right about it. But I, what I would bring up is the fact that it was proposed to have the um, the hospital ship, the Comfort, in the in the harbor of the Hudson right. during the epidemic. And how well did that work? It did not work out at all. Okay, so what should that so, to so what from, should that tell you? I understand that. But it would be a complete solution. But, Steve, you're talking common sense, but you're avoiding politics. The, con- would, the conversation has the to go. The, the conversation. The conversation. No, no. The, you're, you're missing the point, Steve. The, the they far won't left. Allow it to happen. They won't allow it to happen. Saying. So there's no it's a non-starter. But what, what, what so happened? many people in hearing the, okay, the but you idea keep, but that you keep, but you keep, but you keep saying, but you keep saying, but. But it's never going to happen. You're trying to put common sense, and I understand it. You're trying to put common sense ahead of politics. Uh, Again, what happened during COVID when the same thing was compromised and the ship was was sent here? Governor Cuomo wouldn't consider it at all, nor would Mayor de Blasio. And it went nowhere, right? I know. I remember that vividly. So then how do we get past that? Now, if if you can tell me that part, 
then I'm with you. You're making perfect sense, but it's never going to happen in an election year. Well, never. I would start by saying the Navy is trying, um, American public, Democrats, the Navy is crying out for uh, enlistees now. How about we let them have the experience of living on it for a year and see if they want to enlist in our armed forces, which we're begging people to do. Right. The but, armed but, forces but, are even okay, arguing but, but, and hey, advertising. Steve, Steve, but who controls the Navy? Uh, the woke crowd. And 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 who's in charge, if you will, government-wise of the our woke crowd? President, our crazy president of the United States. So it's never going to happen. I hate to be a pessimist, Steve, but that's the bottom line. Thank you very much for the call. Robert in Suffolk County, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. A, a caller into Curtis's show earlier. Okay, I didn't night. I didn't hear it, but but go ahead. Okay. He said that Mayor Adams is trying to put 50 young 20 to 30 year old Somalian men into a senior citizen home on Staten Island. I, I don't remember the exact location. Okay, and, but Robert, what am I supposed to say when I didn't hear the comment? I don't know this to be true. It wasn't Curtis stating it. It was a caller stating it. Yes, but uh, Curtis uh, said he's going to look into it right after the show. And he's probably all over it like rats on a hamburger. Well, thank you for the call. Curtis, uh, I, I only had a chance to talk to him in passing uh, tonight. Uh, him and Nancy, literally, we had 30 seconds before the uh, the start of uh, my show. Joaquin in Pennsylvania, you're on Talk Radio 77 oh, wow. WABC. I didn't expect it to be that quick. Look, you know what? The previous caller who was saying about, you know, uh, getting them uh, – all right, you got to help me out. Getting them in the, able to, you know, be in military service and, and in our military. This is a very bad idea. I and mean, one of the things that they want to put these illegal immigrants into our military. He, he, did, mili- he, didn't, he didn't say put them in the military. He said house them on military no, no, ships. I, I know he did, but, but he said to prepare them that they could possibly be used in our military. Okay, go, but go, go ahead. Go ahead. And this is a and other calls have said the same thing about you know about putting uh, illegal immigrants into our military service. Very very bad idea because if you believe in the globalist agenda and people that are trying to destroy our country, they want to use the military against us. I I I I what am what am I supposed to say on that, Joaquin? What what am I supposed to say? You know what? When you go back, I, I, I don't. I don't do. I've said this over and over. I don't do conspiracy theories. I really don't. Okay, but they're not conspiracy theories anymore. If you really just said use the military against us. That's not. That's not a conspiracy theory. I don't believe it is. I believe that's the reality of what's going on. Okay, give me an example of how the quote unquote military has been used against right quote, now, against go, us. If you look under the Obama administration, you go back to the Obama age. hasn't been president in many under, years. But o- go ahead. Under Obama, Obama wanted to take our police. All right, after the whole uh, Michael Brown incident, he wanted to take and federalize the police. Okay, and the no, I the I asked you, I asked you, I don't want to go back to Obama. I said, how have our military been used against us? They haven't yet. So they then, okay, so, they so, yes. okay, they're thank trying, you for the, trying okay. to build it. Okay, okay, Joaquin, I don't do, you have plenty of talk show hosts that will, I call it doo-doo, 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 it's like the Twilight Zone. 
You have plenty of call a host that will engage you with conspiracies. I'm not one of them. I'm sorry. Thank you for the call. Jim in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Donna. It's nice always talking to you. Uh, you know, whether I disagree with you tonight, the gentleman, you know, the guy who called about using the, the Navy fleets, you know, the vessels, yes. the housing. Yes. All he said, I believe he... Pr- he predicated things saying it's a, it's an idea, it's a proposal, and you immediately said nothing would happen. Well, it, it put it into a proposal and let's see what happens. Jim, so, Jim, we're in an election yeah. year where Biden oh, is comparing. Let me finish, please. Where Biden? Hold on, no, hold on. You hold on for a second, Jim. Biden is comparing uh, Trump to Hitler. And you think that the tr- that the Biden administration is going to stop to consider something like this when they're fighting for their lives? Now, Dominic, he didn't say put it as a proposal tomorrow or the next week. It, it, granted, I think two things are going to happen. There'll be in the United States after the Biden election, and there'll be a fleet there, and the, and there'll be you know illegal aliens here. So if the if the homeless persists, if it persists. That's a good proposal. I, I didn't. I didn't say it was a bad proposal. I said when it comes to politics, it will never happen. It's a great oh. idea, but it will never happen, ever. But what you could have, what you with your expertise could have told them, hold that idea until a better time. But okay, but okay, but idea. Jim, but Jim, why would I tell him to hold something that I know will never happen? Well, who knows? Well, it'll never happen if you don't. Know, try to do it just put it in paper okay okay but 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 i i try to be a realist with you folks and you again you saw what happened when trump tried it under cuomo it went nowhere nowhere absolutely nowhere thank you for the call jim dominic carter here with you talk radio 77 wabc i want to get to this case in louisiana but let's go to john and lynnhurst good morning you're on talk radio 77 wabc Hey, Don, how are you? Listen, that other call speaking about putting them on ships, the Navy has a mothballed fleet, but it's exactly that. It's not ready to have people put on it. It would cost them billions. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even want to go there in terms of security yeah. and so on, yeah. but go ahead. Yeah. But he also, you know what, when you think about these, these are not migrants. These are illegal aliens. I mean, people that my whole family came here from Ireland, England, and they said it's the greatest country in the world, and they waited their turn. They did everything right. These people cannot be rewarded for breaking the law and cutting in front of people for years Agreed. to get their family in here. Years. Agreed. Agreed, you know? John. And, 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 listen, and if we're going to be honest, you know, if we're going to be honest about this, John, a con is a con. Let, let's call it right. for what it is. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And, but but we, we, for lack of a better term, we are the suckers here, the American people. John, thank you for that call. Janet in Bergen County. Good morning, Janet. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you so much. You're in a rare mood tonight. Uh, I can't believe it. Uh, I'm in what type of mood? I didn't, I didn't, wait, 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 Janet. I didn't hear it. You said I'm in a what mood? In, in a strange mood tonight. And what, what, what's a strange mood? The way you're talking, answering people, that man that called and said that, um, I could, you're not into conspiracy things. I'm not, Janet. I'm really Listen, not. 
happening in front of your eyes. What? Okay, I'm wait, 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 Janet. Wait, Janet, 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 please coming. stop for one second. You okay. just said it's happening. What's happening right in front of my eyes? We are being taken over by immigrants. That's not a conspiracy. Country. A thousand people. Oh, we have over a million new people here. Don't you understand? Okay, but, and they're okay. not young Janet, 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 Janet. If you listen to this program, I, I talk. Do every okay, night. Janet, Janet, to- Janet, Janet, and thank you for listening. I say all the time how much we're being taken advantage of. All the time. But the uh-huh. caller, what, what I preferenced that with was the caller said that our military is being used in a conspiracy no, to take over from no, us. I happen to agree with him. Okay. And That's I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. The men that are coming in between the ages of 30 and 40, that's mm-hmm. what we've been seeing. Okay. You see them sitting on the floor, pictures taken of them, all young military-aged men without children and without okay. women. I got that, Janet. Go ahead. Okay? And what do you think is going to happen? And they You tell they me. Have, you tell me what's going to happen. Janet, please, you tell me what's going to happen so I can follow okay. you. What's going to happen? happen? You don't have to think much, but to know what's so, good. What so do you please think tell here? me what you're, you're not you answering what? my question. I, you're, you're not being fair. I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity, Janet. I'm giving you the opportunity to tell me what you think is going to happen. What's unfair about that? Does it make sense to you? Don't you? Does, under- does what make yeah, sense to me, Janet? Destroy- okay, let me tell you this. We are destroying our country our country is being destroyed by ourselves we are not stopping it nothing has been done i go over this i have an organ i belong to an organization it's things are happening you don't see even the republicans fighting i want to fight i will i I pick it on Route 17 for parents' rights. The government is taking, they don't want to tell the parents that they want to give the children hormones to change their bodies. I mean, this is not a normal wait, situation. Wait, okay, wait, wait, Janet. I, I, I'm going to tell you one thing about marijuana and the government allowing, this is my conspiracy thing. Okay. The government is allowing marijuana to be legal. Younger children, we know for a fact, I've listened to programs with doctors and scientists, marijuana kills your brain cells. Younger people are going to be doing it now, even in the street. And it does kill the children's brain cells. Now, that's a fact. Janet, 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 that's that's one of my that's one of my main talking points. So obviously you don't listen to to what I that's one of my main. First of all, Janet, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You can pay a doctor or a lawyer to say almost anything you want them to say. And it happens every day in our courtrooms that I forgot the exact term for it. But you you meet their price and they will testify to almost anything and everything that you want. Wait, Janet, what was that? I, I I can't believe you're gonna think that that is not the, you think that that cannot be true. Wait, Janet, what cannot you just want to argue with me? What I cannot that doesn't kill your brain cells? Janet, I'm gonna say again before I go. That's one of my major talking points of the show. That marijuana. I don't need a doctor to tell me that. I don't need what your term a so-called expert to tell me that. Is I, allowing I, it. I, I know from the school of hard knocks what marijuana does to young people. I've so, seen it and I've seen okay. people kill themselves. Janet, Jan- and, so, and so have I. 
Why legalize it? Janet, I'm against legalizing Janet. You're arguing my points. Obviously, you don't listen to the show. But don't you see? It's this, all these little things that are happening. Janet, but but I, I agree, but I don't, I, I'm not a conspiracy guy. When someone, because you don't think if somebody... Janet, when someone oh, calls right. me and says the military is being used against us... It will and can't, be. And, it will be, but it hasn't happened oh, yet. Wait a minute. Um, let me ask you this question. Go ahead, Janet. What about... Um, the Chinese have bought, Bill Gates said in 2007, there are too many people in the world. We are overpopulated and there's going to be a food shortage. China is the largest farm land owner in the United States. And do you know what else? We sold them the land by our airports. The farm by some military places. Does that make sense to you? It's well, happened. It's not a conspiracy. Hey, hey, Janet, Jan- Do you think that's a no- you think that's normal? Janet, Janet. It yes. one. It depends on who owned the property. Now, to my understanding, some of it was owned by the government. Some was owned by private uh, private entities. If it's owned by private entities, you can't tell people what to do with their property. Now, I don't think it's wise to sell it to the Chinese. But if okay, it's I'm going to say something else, and then. Then, and then that's the last thing you can say, Janet, because I've I, gone I would, on, I've gone on for six minutes with you, and the next caller will say, "How come I don't get six minutes?" But go ahead. Because I get jealous. You know how many times I call and nobody answers the phone. <laughs> okay, well, well, we don't want you to get jealous, and and if you call this program, we're going to answer the phone. Go ahead, okay. Janet. Well, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, that I think there should be a law that foreign people. Hey, wait, Janet. Wait, wait, Janet. 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 I want Janet. I want. I want you to make your point. But I'm looking at my Twitter right now. I won't say the name. And a person just posted. Oh my God, Janet. Not sure I can listen anymore tonight. Dom. Ah. Oh, yeah. So what All I'm right. trying. So I, what I'm I trying. Mean, no, I want you to make your point. Oh. But I'm trying, but I'm trying. No, it's nothing. I think we're giving away our country. We're being taken over slowly but surely. Okay, now, now that, that I agree with, Janet, that I agree with. It's just that when we start the Twilight Zone conspiracy stuff, thank you for the call, Janet. You have plenty of hosts that will engage you on conspiracy theories. I'm just not one of them. Unless you can show it to me and prove it, more importantly, prove it to me. Then I'm just not I'm just not the guy uh, as it as it relates uh, to that. Let's go to Frankie and Highlands. Good morning, Frankie. You're on Talk Radio 77 yeah. WABC. Thank you, uh, Dominic. Um, uh, do you agree with uh, with um, Curtis that uh, all of these empty uh, Dwayne Reed places and all these empty buildings that they should put animals in them? Put animals in empty buildings? Yeah, because yeah, that's what Curtis is, is saying, that we should put animals, cats and dogs and, and all these strays in, in, in these buildings. And then people would come by and, and, and take them uh, and take care hey, of Frankie, them. Frankie, Frankie, me, Frankie, that? Frankie, what does that have to do with anything about what we're talking about tonight? Because, because these empty spaces... Are, See, wait, wait, are, now, you know, now, now you're think, changing. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. First, first you said buildings. Now you're saying spaces. Which one is it? Well, 
Well, these empty buildings that Dwayne Reed, because they're going out of business, all of these empty buildings have spaces in them. And um, and to use that space for human beings who take care okay, but of for, uh, okay. so, animals. And who's going to pay for this? Who's going to pay for it? Well, yes. Look at all the money we're spending on on the migrants and the and and and, and uh, uh, hotels and everything else. Look at look at all the money we're spending when these buildings are right there, already you know empty. Well, and, first and, of all, and, first and, of all, my personal and, opinion is that if you're going to use empty buildings, and this is an idea that's been around for decades, I would say use it for the homeless. I am a big uh, animal. A lover, but I would say use them for, for human beings first. But it's never going to yeah, happen I because because again, we we have to be realistic. I used to okay. be a build. I, I used to be a building owner, and no owner, no landlord is going to just let you house anything in his or her property for free. Frankie, I got to move on. Okay. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Sherman in Manhattan before we take a break. Good morning, Sherman. What's on your mind? Good morning, Mr. Carter. Uh, an outstanding show as usual. I want to get right to the point here. Uh, this lady that just was on the phone, and I, you know, uh, she's very disrespectful. I would like the callers to realize this is your show. And when they call in, calm down with the, with the tone of voice. You know, you're a successful person. I'm grateful for the show. We need another hour or two, quite frankly. And I hope the boss is listening uh, with that part. But I like to call the call in and start with the hostility towards you. You're right. You always mention the marijuana use situation. I used to smoke pot when I was 25 years old. I stopped smoking pot simply because one day I couldn't even have the, I couldn't even go across the street to a deli. I lived over here almost by Central Park West. There was a deli up the street. I couldn't even go to the deli. I said, you know, it's a, it's a wrap now with this pot thing. I'm, I'm so glad, proud I'm of glad, Sherman. I, and you should be proud of yourself that you gave it up. You should be really proud Thank of yourself. You. And can I say one more thing? Go ahead. Quickly? Go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, you know, his situation with these men coming here illegally. You know, I looked at that situation in Ecuador. That is a snapshot situation of what is going to happen here. One thing about them, they are organized in terms of they will come here and they're here now and they won't get jobs and they're going to gang up and form up here. And that stuff that they're doing in Ecuador is what they're going to be doing right here in Manhattan. So you folks better wake up. You better get yourselves together. You better stop calling and arguing with the host, and you better start getting your little groups together in your neighborhoods to protect your neighborhoods because the cops are not going to be everywhere at the same time to stop that stuff. Sherman, thank you for the call. It is greatly appreciated, and I am really proud of you that you stopped with the marijuana, that you saw the handwriting on the wall, and you said enough is enough. Thank you for the call. To Sherman's point, um, how he started out. He said, I should have another hour or two. Uh, I say this all the time before I toss to a break. None of this would be possible without Margot and John Katsimatidis. They have made this possible for me. Things are in the works. Things are, it's coming up aces folks. Uh, things are working out well. And that's thanks to the Katsimatidis that have uh, given me this forum that don't tell me what I have to say. And they say, just tell the truth. And um, I, I just want to be clear. I am extremely happy uh, to be working for them. And um, we'll, we'll see what, what, what holds in the future, folks. We'll see what holds in the future. But uh, they are excellent people, the entire family. They told me that it would be a family environment. They have kept their word on everything plus some. And to Sherman's point, he is right.
um, you know, about some people being respectful. Understand when you call the show, folks, we're not always going to agree with each other. And I just think that it, it some longtime listeners, when I come out, you see, you have some hosts that will talk all day about conspiracies with you. Anything that will eat up the airtime. I'm not one of them. I am not going to insult you that way. If I don't think something makes sense, I'm going to tell you, and then we can have a conversation, and you can back up your point, and I can back up my point, and the great thing is that we can do it on live radio. When we come back, we're going to Dover, New Jersey, the Bronx, New Jersey, Manhattan, and I think it's Long Beach here. Uh, Harry, I don't know where it just says long in my computer, but we will take a break. We'll be right back. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. And we are back on this uh, King Day 2024. Dominic Carter here with you. We'll be having special coverage all day long tonight. The Iowa caucuses. Right now, let's go back to your telephone calls. Harry on Long Island. Good morning, Harry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How are you, Dominic? I want to wish you a great night, first of all. Well, thank you. Thank you. I hope you're well. Please Morning, go right ahead. Um, so I first wanted to ask you about the Iowa caucuses. They're projecting that if Trump would win over 50 points, which is unheard of, right? How things are looking. Right now he's at 46, if I'm not correct. I'm correct. Okay, but go ahead. What's your point? So if Trump would make it to the 50 points, what would that mean for the upcoming election? The upcoming election is it's over no matter what he does in, in Iowa. You have to consider Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina. It's over. No matter how you slice this, Harry, uh, I, that's why I'm trying to understand what your point, point is. Now, it's going to be, out of Iowa, a game of expectations for Trump, right? And obviously the media does not want him to beat expectations. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But no matter how you slice this apple, it's over. He's the uh, nominee, as I've been saying all along. How do you see this? So I wasn't sure. Like, I was listening. I don't know if you listened to the town halls or Fox News. Uh, um, uh. 
Listen, Harry, it's a great thing that you pay attention. But remember, uh, I, I've been doing this for 40 years, and town halls right. are nothing but canned speeches over and over and over again. And they try and camouflage it to make it look like it's brand new before every audience, but it's the same. As a matter of fact, reporters joke about it. Uh, because I know we used to, and we would we would give the punchline to the candidate's speeches uh, 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 amongst reporters. But go right ahead. No, so I was I'm a big Trump supporter through and through. Okay, um, but it happens to be Nikki Haley, and definitely not Ron DeSantis. But Nikki Haley actually talked to me. Like I, I'm not switching over my decision, but well, it's a, it's a great thing. Does- that, it's a great thing you had that that uh, interaction with her. She's going to be the alternative to Trump. Um, I, I don't I don't know whether she's on the ticket. I don't know uh, what happens to Mr. Trump, even though I don't think these trials are going to go forward uh, this year. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I think the only question is right now, who's the alternative to Trump? That's it. That's the only question. Right. Trump Trump has this thing. There, there are no surprises. Even if he doesn't beat expectations, he's the nominee. He knows it. They know it. Everybody knows it, Harry. When Trump mentioned that he has, he already has an idea for who he wants his. Yes, he his, did. He, who he wants his vice president to be, right? Yes, he did. Do you think he was referring to Vivek, or that's out of the? Well, uh, as, as it relates to Vivek, he shot himself, uh, Ramaswamy, he shot himself in the foot. He's come a, come across, and thank you for the call, Harry. He's come across as too annoying, and Trump people this morning are saying that it will not be him. Will not be him. Let's go to Tommy in the Bronx. Good morning, Tommy. You're on Talk Radio. Tommy, what's wrong with your phone there? You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Can you hear me, Dominic? Yes, I, I'm very happy to talk to you. I okay. like listening to you. You're a cool dude. Dominic, okay, thank Dominic, you. Dominic. Yell, yell, yell. First of all, I want to say happy birthday to our, one of our greatest civil leaders of all time, Martin Luther King. Tommy, I go, say, go right ahead. Then you want to say? Then I want to say, uh, I wanted to talk about three things real quick because I know the time thing with right. you. Go ahead. So I'm going to move as fast as possible. Three things. The lady, and Janet, and Sherman. How to talk to people. I noticed your strategy for 2024 is yell, yell, yell. So you no. say Sherman the no. past four episodes. All you do is yell people's names. <laughs> so no. then I was like, all no, right. No, so no, Sherman no. Said, no. Go ahead. No, hold on. Let me. Hold okay, on, go, ahead, hold go, on, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you said, how to talk to people, get, um, get what you give, okay? She said you were talking weird, so you got what you got. Second thing, animals. If you define it, it's actually a, also included as a person without, like, civil, like a cruel person, a vicious, cruel, repulsive person. Eric Adams is repulsive and cruel and violent. He's an animal. Third thing. <laughs> third I, thing and the is, only thing, Tommy, I'm going to let you wait. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy I'm going to I'm gonna let you make your third point. Tommy, 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 wait, wait, wait. I, Tommy, I think it's highly inappropriate to refer to the mayor of New York City is an animal. Go ahead, the third thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not an insult. It's just a word. Okay, so another thing. The third thing is a conspiracy. If you, I'm a, I'm a real estate broker and a okay. dasher. When I go to do deliveries at hotels where migrants are at, the U.S. Army is being paid to protect migrants at these hotels. So, yes, it is a fact. The Army is being used. A 
against us. Mm. Thank you very much. Sir. Okay, Tommy. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy. I appreciate you, and man. the Bronx. Yeah, thank you. you. Thank you, Tommy. Let's go to Pete on Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. What's hi, on your hi. mind? Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. I tell you, it's like a full moon out there. Everybody's on the attack to one of the greatest radio show people that I've ever listened to. You. Hey, and Pete, I really, Pete, Pete, I'm cool I, I've, Pete, I've taken it from the strongest politicians in the world, <laughs> professionally and personally. Do you really think a conversation is going to bother me at the end of the no, day? No, not, not, not at all. I don't think it would bother you, but they should realize this is your show. You're the guy that makes the determinations, not them. You know, all of a sudden, it's like they're the host. And you're the caller, which is nonsense. And now when I hear that, you know, when I hear like, uh, listen, I got three more points to make and everything. Limited time, the caller should understand. Be considerate for the other people out there that want to get on and have this say, you know. And you're wonderful at it. So oh, thank you. Just keep up the great work that you're doing because I enjoy your show. Well, My that, wife and I will listen well, to that's, every night. Well, that's very kind of you to say, and please send my regards uh, to your wife. Thank you so much, Pete, for the call. Before I take a break, so I'm looking here, right, at all these apps on my uh, iPhone, and a new one that I have is the Libre 2, right, where, you know, I'm diabetic, and so that the doctor can get an accurate reading on my blood sugar and you know, I got to take this weekly shot and I got to take insulin every night and I got to take medication. And this thing is great, except for the fact, right, that when I'm on the air with you folks live, I have to turn it off because I never know when this thing is going to give me an update. Or sometimes it has me wanting to throw the iPhone uh, out the window and into the pool at three o'clock in the morning when it will wake me up and it's hard to go to sleep when you do an overnight show. Um, ask Frank Morano about that. It'll wake me up. Beep, beep, beep. Your sugar is low. Your sugar is high. And I'm like, how do I turn this thing off? And then I can't go back to sleep for two hours. So I'm standing here right now with my phone on because I don't want the beeping to start, right? I never know when it's going to happen with this Libre 2. It's a great device because it's, like, interactive, right? But I never know when it's going to beep, and it could happen at any point. I've got to take a break, but before before we do so, let's go to Silas, Staten Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing? Good, good. Yeah, go right I, ahead, I, please. I, I, heard, I heard the woman trying to make her points, but I can tell you precisely how and why the migrants are being uh, allowed into this country. They are going to um, be signaled to attack at a certain time. That's why the military is in there. No other country would let millions Wait, 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 wait. They, they're in. going to be signaled to, to attack who? Us, the Americans. You know, to, to disrupt plenty of things, just like the... Um, uh, people who were out there marching against Israel and stuff. They're, 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 they're being paid and they're, um, you know. The, the they, migrants they, uh, are being paid. See what wait, 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 wait. The, the, mig the migrants are being paid. No, no, no. The, okay. the people going against Israel okay. Okay. are being paid. But the migrants are here. You know, some of them are here just to get away from the country they're in. And the people who are 
going to be used for for a military attack are also here. They're not just from so, Venezuela. So, or so wait, silence, silence, silence. I'm one of the biggest critics of migrants being here. And you're telling yeah. me, I got to take a break. You're telling me with a straight face that you believe the migrants are going to be used uh, as a military force to attack Americans. No, some some of the people coming in are specifically here for that. Not all of them. So, you know, the other people, like I said, they're just coming here for now. A now, life. if if you said they were terrorists here to uh, uh, to upend American, that, that's one thing. But yeah, there are terrorists amongst them. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, Silas, thank thank you for the call. Folks, I've got to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls, and we'll have the chronicles of Dominic Carter. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now, because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. This is just wrong. A judge has rejected former President Donald Trump's attempt to delay the $10 million E. Jean Carroll defamation trial where he wanted to attend his mother-in-law's funeral. A federal judge has rejected his attempt to push back the $10 million defamation trial back a week. The request was only to push it back a week. I understand lawyers have schedules, but the federal court has said uh, no. In a letter, a letter Friday to Manhattan federal judge Lewis Kaplan Trump's lawyer said the ex-president plans to attend um, his trial over raised by uh, E. Jean Carroll, but would like that he wants to attend the trial, but he would like to go to the funeral of his mother-in-law. The judge said no. His mother-in-law died January 9th at the age of 78. We are taking your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. I'm looking at my Twitter X. Um, and a tweet from G-Dog. And G-Dog says, Today we celebrate the birth of a great leader. He was not just a leader of black Americans, but a leader for all of us to follow his message. My question is, do you think we have lost his message? I don't call, but if you could answer, I would appreciate it. So one, G-Dog, the way I roll is that, you know, I, I like the comments on Twitter and X, but call. It really is a conversation between me and you. Call the next time. I welcome you to call. Please do so. I think we have lost the message. I think that America is the greatest country on world in the world. I think that when it comes to race relations, we have made enormous progress, and the race hustlers have to stop. You can do anything in this country if you want it and if you're willing to 
work for it. And, you know, I want to elaborate on that, but that's just uh, the answer off the top of uh, my head. And so let's go to uh, back to the uh, telephone calls. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You know, in regard to a few of the callers that were talking about some of these illegal immigrants being of military age and having the theory, you use the term conspiracy theory. Don't you think it's a possibility, though, that what they're saying could possibly happen, not necessarily a conspiracy? I mean, I don't subscribe to that myself, but I do listen with both my ears, and I try to keep an open mind, and then I come to my own decision and my own conclusion. And I tell you the truth, I'm starting to think about that myself now, and I think that's the whole purpose of Okay, so wait, Jacqueline, what, what are you starting to think about? Well, I'm starting to contemplate what these people are saying. What, which is what? Um, which is whether what? or not some, not all, but whether or not it is possible that some of these illegal immigrants um, are being or or can be used or there's a potential for them to be used by the existing administration against the people of the United States. And And let's face facts. Many of these illegal immigrants, the countries that they are coming from, like another one of your former callers stated, they have anarchy going on throughout their country, and their government permits it, and in many cases even promotes it and is part of the problem. So do you think it's not a possibility that that could happen here? What I think, Jacqueline, is that um, I, I listen to whether I agree or disagree But what one of the callers said was that our military being used against us. I just don't see that scenario. You don't think that's a possibility? Can you tell me a way that our, quote-unquote, our military might be used against us? They take an oath when they join the military to take their orders from their commander-in-chief. They don't have an option. Right, but, 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 but you're not giving me an example. You're telling me about their oath. I, I keep asking over okay, and over for I'll an, give example. You an example. Okay, go I'll ahead. I'll give you an example. People are getting disgusted with the politics that are going on in this country. Some of us believe that they are corrupt, and we do not believe that there is voter integrity any longer, and we question the results of elections. How, what does now, that have to do with the military? Because if we get to a point where coming up on an election year, as you adequately stated, and if people finally decide one way on one side or the other, it could be equally as bad. And then the commander-in-chief of the military could say, we're going to put a stop to this. You, the people, are not going to be permitted to question the results of an election. Okay, and we're okay, so Jacqueline, so wait, wait, Jacqueline, before I move on, please, and you know, you know I, I love taking your calls, I'm looking, you just articulately laid out a possible scenario that's never been done, to my knowledge, in recent years in American history. This so, is the first time for everything, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. I think the times that we're under, we have to keep an open mind, and there are those of us who really vehemently distrust this government. Right, but see, but, but you didn't distrust it under Trump. So, you, you know, I mean, all not, I'm saying is... Not- not to the extent that I do now, because it's not the government that I had trust and faith in. It's the man that I had trust and faith in, well, see, and I still have trust and I, faith in him. I, think, and I don't Jacqueline, have trust and faith in the current we're, man we're in the White about, House. We're talking about incompetency. 
That's that's the real issue. Now I know I know you're taking it five steps further to say conspiracy, but I think this is just my opinion. I think that we're dealing with incompetency. We and, are. You know, and and you know, but but you have I think pl- it's more than just that. I think it's okay. also evil. But but Jacqueline, you have plenty of hosts that will engage listeners knowing that it's not true. But we want your opinion. We value your opinion, and we want your opinion. But I gave, but I gave you my opinion. I told you I'm not. I told you I'm not a conspiracy guy. Maybe, maybe it's my journalism training, in which, in which you got to prove everything to us, and I mean everything. But I think what people are having an issue with is the is the semantics of it. Conspiracy versus opinion. I think it's the use of the word conspiracy that's really getting people riled up. Whereas. If you look at it, it's really your opinion. Right. Well, and, I, your, and your opinion, people have to respect your opinion. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. Thank but you. Cons- all of us. All of us. Yes. But it's the conspiracy thing that I think is really um, irritating people. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. And Jacqueline, you know I love taking your calls. We, we can agree to disagree. You and I have disagreed yes. to disagree on gun control, but, but right. you do a good job of articulating your point in your case. Thank you for the Thank call. You. Deborah, Fort Lee, New Jersey, good morning. You are yes. on Talk Radio, Talk, Talk Radio yes. 77 Hi. WABC. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Dominic. Hi. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay, so uh, Candace Owens also agrees with that they're big place for martial law. Okay, okay, so, certain, so wait, Deborah, 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 and, and, like and no, because Candace Owens says that, what is it supposed to mean to me? No, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just bringing up another person, not that she's credible to you, but it is out there that they're being used strategically for yeah, our martial did it ever, law I, I, I don't mean to disrespect the it's sister. I, I don't mean to disrespect the sister. Did it ever occur to you, Deborah, that she's being paid for to have opinions like that? You know, maybe she is, but guess what? There might be some truth to that. Just, just watch. Okay. Because okay. it makes no sense that these people are just sitting there waiting for something to happen. What are they waiting for? What are they waiting for? They're dressed to the nines. They have cell phones. Agreed. Agreed. They're robust. They're Agreed. Not, listen, do you remember years ago in Bangladesh when the people were starving? You know yes. what I'm saying? When people are starving and they want to come to another country? Yes. These people are not starving. They have children. So if their country's so bad, why are they leaving it? You know, they say it's so bad, but they look robust. They're leaving it because of free, free, free. You know that, Deborah. No. They were no. My theory is that we ordered them. We placed an order for them, and we said, "Come in because we need you." Mm. I think we're being hoodwinked, uh, Dominic. Okay. We're being hoodwinked. We- well, thank you. In a moment, Frank from Morano is going to join me. Ken in New Jersey. Ken, good morning. What's on your mind? Okay. In regards to the migrants, um, why can't we? Uh, I'm assuming they're 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 waiting for hearings. Uh, why can't we create sort of a, like an army of uh, hearing examiners or immigration officials and bring the hearings on en masse to where the migrants are, process them, you know, quickly? Most of them don't have a political asylum, you know, uh, uh, leg to stand proof, on. Right. And, uh, and just deport them and uh, legally. Now, now I'm I'm going to answer the question. I got to do this quickly, Ken. 
So now we're in, everything is through the prism of an election year. Do you see the current Democratic administration offending the left to do that? No. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. I, do, I, I would love to continue this with you, but I do have to move on. I am now joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning Hello, to you, sir. Dominic. How was your on? weekend? Wonderful. Wonderful. So is it warm enough in here for you, uh, Curtis? Turn, you know it's normally an icebox. It's like a morgue, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, I like how you guys go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's like a morgue. I come in here and I'm like, it does, he, does he not like me? Why is it like 15 <laughs> degrees in here? And so tonight he says, ah, ah. I turned it up for Nancy. Is it hot enough for you? So, it, so yeah, is it hot enough for I you? I think it's cozy. You know, I don't want it no, I'm about too to fall warm. Asleep. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> you get too comfortable, you start dozing off. Now, I'll, uh, I'll, I, I like to keep it a little chilly and then keep my jacket on. So, you okay, know, so okay. you're alert, you're All awake, right. but... So what do you have coming up this morning? All right, quite a bit. Obviously, uh, the situation in the Middle East continues to roll on, and uh, we're going to talk with uh, one of my favorite military analysts, Colonel Douglas McGregor. He's going to join us in about 20 minutes to tell uh, tell us what this Yemen situation means uh, to, to us, uh, really, the whole country and, the, and to Israel. Then uh, former WABC talk show host Freddie Mertz, who used to be in this very time slot, he's going to join me in the 2 o'clock hour. We've got uh, commendations. We've got some really interesting stories with Noam. Uh, I got some interesting stuff out of Iowa tomorrow, and you, you'll you never guess, well, maybe you will, who is claiming racism yet again, I'll tell you in two minutes. Fantastic. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. You want to keep it right here, folks, for Frank's show on Talk Radio 77 WABC.